Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for always lending me those wonderful ears. Today, I want to talk about price increase conversations. Essentially, these are the conversations we're going to have with our clients when we want to increase the price. Now, I've come up with something called the 6R Framework. And before I describe what that is, let's kind of zoom out a little bit, see what's happening in the market. Right now, let's look at the market realities. Prices are going up, material costs are going up, and there's a lot of uncertainty in the market. That's the market reality right now. Now let's look at the client mindset, people you're selling to. They're, want to, they're wanting to hold the line on pricing, if not reduce their cost, right? In other words, they don't want you to increase the price on them, and they're also trying to reduce their cost in general. They're trying to stay competitive, and they're looking for the best deal possible. That's the client mindset. So we got market realities, which is very turbulent. Prices going up, material costs going up, a lot of uncertainty. Client mindset, we got to hold the line on pricing. In other words, let's buy what we need and also let's try to reduce our costs internally, stay competitive, find the best deal possible. That's the client mindset. Now, what is your mindset? The seller mindset. Well, the seller mindset is this. You're scared because you say, Victor, if I raise the price, they're going to cancel the order. Victor, if I raise the price, they might reduce the buy. By that, I mean... Instead of ordering 100 widgets, they're going to order 50 widgets. In other words, they're going to reduce the average deal size. Or, Victor, if I raise the price, Victor, they're going to go to the competitor. Man, I can't do that. So today's sellers are selling in fear because of these very things. They're afraid that the client might cancel the order, reduce the buy, the average deal size, or go to the competitor. So here's the question. For you, the seller, the dilemma then becomes... Victor, what do I say when I want to increase the price? I have to increase the price. What do I show them? And then how do I present? You know, how do I go about having this price increase conversation? If that's your dilemma today, man, you have come to the right place. Now, before I get into this, I want to give a hat tip credit to the folks over at Corporate Visions. Uh, a couple of years ago, I read a book called The Expansion Sale. And seeing what's happening in the market today prompted me to go pull that book off my shelf and look at one of the chapters, chapter four to be specific, where they talk about how to have pricing conversations. Now, what I've done is taken content outlines from that chapter, modified it, and then added a layer of influence. But I still want to give them credit for the genesis of the idea. So here's what the 6R framework looks like. First step in the conversation. So again, let's zoom out so you can understand the scenario. You're about to go in to talk to your client. There's going to be a price increase conversation. You're, you need to figure out how you're going to start that conversation. You need to know how you're going to build up to having to actually raise the price. Inform them that the price is going up. And hopefully they won't freak out at the end, right? And just kind of accept it. Okay, so that's it. That's the challenge. <laughs> Nine, I'm laughing because hopefully you're laughing also because that's not easy. But we can do it, people. We can do it. Okay, we first begin the conversation. It's almost like resetting something, like a relationship. You have to begin with the first R. And the first R, let's call that results. Let's talk, kind of do a quick summary of the results of how well, Mr. Customer, we've been working together. That's the first part. 
The second part, we're gonna talk about the relationship we currently have and how well that's going. That's the second R. The third R, we're gonna talk about risk. In other words, if you go with somebody else, what is the risk? Then we're gonna talk about what I call roadmap and reality. Roadmap is new product features. Reality is you gotta raise your price even though your product hasn't gotten better. I'll get to that in just a bit. Then, number five is the reveal, where we reveal what the price increase is gonna be. And then we have an optional part here. Number six in the 6R framework is reward. We're gonna reward them with something. I'm gonna explain that in just a bit. Now, there's often gonna be two scenarios, right? Scenario number one, I call roadmap or new features. In other words, you have to increase the price because you've added new capabilities to your product. In other words, you've upgraded your product. So that's why there's a increase in pricing, new features. That's one scenario. The other scenario is simply market forces, what we're seeing a lot of today. In other words, material costs are going up, labor costs are going up, supply chains are having problems, which is really wreaking havoc on the cost price structure in the market. In other words, your cost of doing business or cost of sales is going up. So you have to increase your price in order to survive. So one is new features, got to increase my price. The other one, market realities, cost is going up, I got to increase my price to stay profitable. So now, here are the six steps. Let's talk about you have a product, you've just increased, uh, I should say, augmented the product, so now it's a better product. In other words, you added new features. How do we begin this conversation? Again, put yourself in this scenario. You're walking into that conference room, you're walking into that virtual conference room if you're going using Zoom or something like that. Then the first thing you wanna do is start out the presentation by talking about the results you've had over the last year or so working with this company. Now again, this example assumes that you have a working relationship with an existing client. So the first step is, let's talk about the results of what we've done over the last year or two. So for example, you'll say, Mr. Customer, over the last year, our widget, I'll just say widget as general, has been able to help your team reduce their blank by 5%. We've also been able to help you increase your blank by 3% and your customer satisfaction scores have jumped from X to Y, right? So we're kind of giving them a highlight of what's happened over the last year. Now, the influence lever that you're using here, the influence that you're using here is something called social proof. Social proof is documenting, showing them proof of what has happened. So we start out with the results. That's a very positive way to come out of the gate. Then the second R in the six R framework, you wanna talk about the relationship. And again, the relationship is really how we've been working with your company, your people, your team. You wanna say something like this, Mr. Customer, the adoption rate, is really great and your team is now familiar with our support and services. We're working closely with your management team and your frontline people and we've managed to handle any product training support or issues very quickly. And right now the feedback we're getting is pretty good, right? So here you're reminding them the influence lever here is sunk cost. Sunk cost is you've invested so much that you really don't wanna give that up, right? Because that's an investment. You know, relationships are an investment. So you're reminding them first the results, right? Here's what we've done. Two, we have a great relationship, which moves us into the third R, which is risk. And again, you're, what you wanna highlight in this part of the presentation is why do you wanna go anywhere else? Why do you wanna do anything with anybody else? You wanna stay with us. You're gonna say something like this. You know, Mr. Customer, we've invested so much in our working relationship, uh, why disrupt that now? Your team is already trained, 
you know, a change will impact productivity and your in your operations. You know, changing now will not guarantee future adoption and may have hidden costs. What you're trying to do is highlight, and again, you find your own verbiage for this, but what you're trying to highlight for the customers, if you decide to go with somebody else, right? If you were to shift over to somebody else, you know, there, there might be some hidden costs that you're not even aware of. This is especially useful for people who are thinking of going somewhere else for just a couple of percentage points, discount points off the price. Now, the influence lever that we're using here is risk aversion. In other words, people are risk averse. And the more you highlight the risk of going with somebody else, an unknown entity versus you, the known entity, is always risky business. So you're gonna highlight that. So, so far we talked about the results. We moved over and talked about the relationship and also really about the risk working with somebody else besides us. Then number four is you wanna tell them, here's what we're gonna talk about the features in your new product. You're gonna say something like this. And imagine that your customer may be thinking of going with somebody else. You wanna say something like this. You know, over the next three to six months, we'll be adding the following capabilities you've requested. Or you wanna say something. Now, these are the same capabilities over the next three or six months we're gonna add that our competitors has. And what you're saying is, why go to the competitor? We're gonna have these features already. We're already working together, so why go anywhere else when we're gonna have the exact same thing? And then you can say, you know, we're also open to your suggestions so we can collaborate on future features and capabilities. Our goal is to keep pace with what's out there or available in the market. Now, what you're demonstrating here, the influence lever here, is one of authority and credibility. You're saying, look, we understand what's going on in the market. We're keeping pace with what's going on out there. Mr. Customer, there's no need to look outside of us. We got you covered. Then, this leads you right into the reveal. The reveal is when you're gonna actually lay down the price. So you're gonna say, Mr. Customer, because of all the changes, and things happening in the market because of new product upgrades in this case, you know, the new features will add about 15% to our current pricing, which is reflected in the proposal that we've sent you. Now, I use 15% as a general number here, but the influence lever here is I've anchored them at 15%. That's the price increase, 15%. Now, if I've done everything right up to this point, if I highlighted the results, the successes we've had for the last year or two, if I also talked about the relationships and how valuable that is, and then hinted at why risk going anywhere else, and then I highlight the roadmap, the product and features we're gonna develop over the next three to six months, by the time I get to the price reveal, it shouldn't be a shocker that the price is going up. It is to be expected. I anchor them at 15% and you can leave the conversation right there and I would call it the 5R. Now, you have a 6R that you can use if you so choose. And the 6R, is the reward, that's the sixth R. Now, the reward is optional. For example, as a valued client, as a sign of our appreciation for your business, we've cut that 15% to only 7.5% in terms of increase. We recognize that you're a tier one client and appreciate your business, which is why we're extending a 50% discount, which again means, in other words, it's only a 7.5% increase to you. None of our other non-tier one customers are getting this price. Now, the influence lever here is exclusivity, a little bit of appreciation, but exclusivity. Only a few of our clients are getting a 7.5% increase. Now, what's fascinating here as you think about it, I anchored them at 15%, like, ah, 15%, wow. But then I'm saying, no, no, because you're special, it's only gonna go up 7.5%. Now, if I just said 7.5%, I personally think there would be no appreciation. So what you wanna do is anchor them at 15%, but also let them know you appreciate them and that this is an exclusive discount and you would come back to 7.5%. 
So again, you've increased the price, but they feel like they're getting a deal because they're not paying the full 15%. So this is the 6R framework. Again, it begins with results, right? You talk about the relationship, second R. You talk about the risk of going somewhere else. Then you talk about the roadmap, new features you're going to add. Then you do the reveal, pricing, new pricing. And if you choose to reward them, the sixth one, then you give them a discount on that price increase. Now, this is for a product roadmap. In other words, for adding new features. But what if you're not adding new features? Well, the first three steps would be the same. But this time, the fourth step, instead of a roadmap, you start talking about the reality of what's going on. And you say something like this, Mr. Customer, we continue to add more support to help your team along with new technology tools, right? As you know, the cost of labor and materials have gone up over the last year, and we're also working hard to keep our prices as competitive as possible. Again, you're still using the same influence level of credibility and authority of what's going on in the market. Now, the reveal here is the same. Market forces, okay, are increasing our prices. So you can say something like this. Our overall cost has increased by 20%. I'm just going to use 20% in this case, which is reflected in the new pricing. Overall, given the product service we offer, we feel that we're still competitively priced with what you'll find in the market. So notice here I did something different. Gave them the price increase, which is the anchor. Then I said, but overall, given the product and service we're providing, we still feel that we're competitive with what's happening in the market. And then again, that was the reveal. Then the reward again could be, as a valued client and as a side of our appreciation for your business, we decide to absorb half the cost to minimize the price increase to you, which will only be now 10%. And again, we're only giving this to our tier one clients like yourself. So again, exclusivity and appreciation. So again, think about this structure. Now, let me lay out the structure real quick so you can kind of start thinking about how you would use it. Because what you're doing is telling a story. And the story begins with results. That's the first R, right? You talk about the results over the last year or so. Then you move into the relationship, how valuable, how well we're working together. Risk aversion, which is talking about why go somewhere else. Then you talk about the upgrades to the product or the market realities, right? Roadmap or reality. And then you do the reveal. And then you do the reward in the end with the price discount. So that is what I call the 6R framework for having a price increase conversation. This is a good way of structuring the presentation you're going to have to give to your customer. Again, think about the different steps. What content would you put for each R? How would you phrase it using your language? 6R framework. Use it. Let me know what you think. On that note, this is Victor Antonio with the Sales Influence Podcast. If you haven't checked out the Sales Velocity Academy, why haven't you? Go to salesvelocityacademy.com. Check it out. We got new courses to help you sell more faster. And on that note, this is Victor Antonio always reminding you that selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.